Coming up, we got studs, we got weenies, all of week seven. We're talking about it. We're also looking at a bunch of trades that you all sent in. So it's a listener trade show, week seven review, all of that and more coming up on this episode of the podcast. This is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. Eat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. It's Josh. Ben is eating his dinner. We're ready to rock and roll. It's a, it's a homemade like ice thing. And I'm not gonna get to finish because you started the podcast. <laughs> We're starting off strong. I am trying to eat my dessert. Is yeah, we but can't have nice. The things. show must go on. We have to put out content for you, even if it's just average content. We're gonna put it out there. <laughs> and I, we do alas, the best content. Am man. not allowed to finish my strawberry frozen ice. Oh man, week seven. It's come. Like it's man. gone. We are here to break it down. We've got the studs, the weenies, and obviously a a bunch of trades. We got you all to send in a bunch of different trades. We're going to review them. We're going to talk about them. Tell We're going to flame you, you for you screwed them. up. Exactly. Because uh, you did. Yeah. What a week. Weeks, you know, week seven was good to us. There was no injuries. There was just points. And oh we appreciate it. I, uh, I think I won the majority of my leagues again. I'd love to see it. Been on a streak of those lately. So I'm happy about it. Won all my contending teams, won, lost in all my rebuilding teams. So that's right where you want to be, great. that sweet spot. Right. <laughs> Update on uh, this, the one league that Ben has been creeping up. Slowly but surely, the points, the gap has narrowed. My team came out and reminded everybody this week. Came out and dropped uh, two hundred plus. What had happened, to show them who was what boss. happened was Kelsey and Mahomes reminded everybody. Happens a couple times they every year. They combined for eighty. <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever because. So just to set the scene, this is what is this? Two flexes, super flex, full PPR. Yeah. Um, we've got. One of our buddies, Landon, this poor dude can't catch a break. He has, to, to, I honestly think your team, my team, and his team are like all dead even. We probably are. So to set the, the preface of this is in 2021, he scored 185 points and lost because I scored 200. 200 points is basically one of the five best performances in the three-year history of the league. So he just, it was just a rough week to be landed. 185 was also in the top 10 performances in the three-year history of the league. So he goes out and has an amazing week and loses. It's just, it's just horrible. This is not the first time he's done this against you. Like he always what scores I'm like a buck this is in, on you. This is in 2021. This happened. This week... He goes out and he scores 175. 78. 78, even, even worse. 
He goes out and he has like maybe the 12th highest point total in the history of the league. And at one point in the four o'clock games, I texted you. I was like, well, Landon, he wants this matchup to be over quickly because it was, it looked rough very fast. It was well, the one o'clock window. Like going into the game that you're like, y'all were, you were going to win because he had Brees Hall and Tony Pollard on by. Those are like right. his only two good running backs. So I'm like, well, he's going to lose. And he thought that too. Luckily for him, he started Kareem Hunt and Donta Foreman, who combined for 50. Yeah, I thought I was like, I was like, we don't even need to play the four o'clock games. Where did that come from? The, the Sunday night game, the Monday night, it doesn't matter. I'm done. I'm just going to mail it in. And then Mahomes and Kelsey happened, and our poor dear friend Landon goes and puts up 178 points. Second most in the league that this week. And I had 212. I, f- I feel truly bad for him because that for that to happen twice in a three-year period to put up fantastic weeks and lose because your opponent put up a top five week in a three-year history, that's just brutal. I, f- I feel terrible. He's had bad luck every year in this league, for, and I, I truly feel bad for him. Like The year one was kind of my dark horse team, won the championship, got into the playoffs, and just went berserk. It was, you know, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Chase's rookie year where he dropped like 50 in championship week. And that was up against Landon. And he had a really good championship in 2020. He scored like 150 points both weeks. Only problem was I scored 190 both weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase explosion weeks. And then he was a bevy of injuries last year. And now his team is, I mean, it's balling and he's three and four. <laughs> He has the most points against him by far. I looked. So I looked this afternoon because I was curious because he is second most points for in this league. And it's your third. And there's a there's a decent little gap there between him at second and you at third. And it's it's not that you haven't put up a lot of points. It's that he's put up a lot of points. But I went and looked at the points against. He's clearing everybody by 150 points God. in points against. <laughs> Long story this short, dude, keep your keep your head up, Landon. Oh, somebody pull one out for the guy because he's just struggling. He uh, has more points up, against than points for, and he's second in the league <laughs> in points for. This is the brutality of fantasy football. He's going to be trying so hard for a matchup against league media <laughs> next year. <laughs> Yeah. So like, we got to change this thing up. Oh, it's brutal. It brought up another thing, too, that I was thinking about. And I was talking about it with somebody at work this morning. You know, you're doing the whole break room, the water cooler chat on uh, the Tuesday morning. You have a break room must be nice. It is, it's real nice. So we come in, and, um, and he was like, yeah, man, uh, at 4.30 on Sunday, I had like, a 15% chance to win my matchup. And I was like, well, I'm done. And then uh, he said that he just put away his phone and was playing video games. And one of his friends was like, hey, have you checked your matchup recently? He was like, no, how am I doing? He's like, you've got a 55% chance to win. He was like, oh, wow. Well, then I woke up and checked this morning and I lost by 25. Hmm. (laughs) He was like, the pendulum of the sleeper projections telling you that you should or should not win is just brutal psychology because you're I, like I don't I can care do about it. those percentages. I I do not. 
I have almost been projected have like ninety five percent chance to win going into Monday night, <laughs> and I've lost. <laughs> it's brutal. We and say I've it never been week. on the other end of it either, <laughs> of like just the massive comeback. Yeah, no, it it never happens. It happened to me this weekend, but it was at the four o'clock window. It wasn't really the Monday night miracle. It was it was just Kelsey Mahomes. Oh man, fantasy football. It's, it's beautiful. we love it. We love it so much. It's a game of failure. It's like baseball. Except that it's not. It's it's um, football. <laughs> except that it's football. Josh is some an idiot studs. I apologize, guys. There were there were quite a few players that just showed out for us. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson off the top. Essentially your team that dropped 212. Most of these guys are here. Yes, I did have Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. It was very wonderful to see. You would think... When you have three players go for over 100 points, you're probably going to win. Yes. Yeah, and that's not even to mention A.J. Brown. Who else had on that team? Um, Yeah, you would think that Mahomes and Lamar Jackson would sync up their stud weeks more often than they do, but it doesn't happen as often as you would think. Like, usually it's one of them has a pretty good week, and the other one is fine, not terrible, but, you know, okay. This was the first week that I can remember in a while when they were amazing. They were the QB1 and QB2 this week. When it happens, you win. Just just move. (laughs) You just win. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, A.J. Brown, five straight weeks of 125 Did you know yards. that he has more receiving yards than all of the Titans receivers put together? <laughs> that's that's a real stat. <laughs> that's poetic. Great job, Tennessee. That's poetic. They turned a... Let's see here. The Eagles turned a first-round pick, a third-round pick, a fifth, and a sixth into A.J. Brown and Kevin Byard. They stole the Titans' two best players... For a first, Just third, and a fifth, and sixth. Them. Pluck I them. will take that. They, they did the the real-life equivalent to, I will give you Keenan Allen in a third-round pick for Justin Jefferson and like, TJ Hawkinson. That's exactly what happened. Just brutality. Donta Foreman, we mentioned him. He couldn't stop scoring on Sunday. He didn't even play the full game either. That was the crazy part. I think he only where played did, like three where quarters. Where did that come from? <laughs> where did the Bears come from? I mean, they Justin sit down Fields, Justin, Justin Fields. Fields left. Did you notice in both of these games, uh, no Justin Fields and no Deshaun Watson, and their offenses exploded? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It was so weird. Tyson Bagent, is that how you say his name? The I dude can, who was, I don't, know. I, I don't know, he was playing D2 football this time last year. He goes out and he's he one to know. He's one to know. <laughs> he's doing a lot more than Justin Fields can say right now. And it's not like he was great on the field. He just wasn't bad. Does that make, is that like, does that make even, does that make even make any sense? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, you kind of summed it up. I didn't screw up. That's all you yeah, had to do. He didn't screw it up and the team came through. Uh, Travis Kelsey, we talked about it. Taylor Swift showed up. He showed up. You know. It's all that matters. Had to remind him. Had to remind him. Jordan Addison. Wow. (laughs) 
It's 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 kind of multifaceted. A, Jordan Addison is very very good. We we knew this, but this is like the oh wow he's really good, and with no Jefferson he's great. And B, what happened to the 49ers? Like I, I honestly thought they were going to slaughter the Vikings on Monday Night Football, and that that's not the team that I've seen all year. I don't I don't know what that was. There was no pass rush, None. which I thought Kirk Cousins was going to get murdered by Bosa and the boys. No pass rush, no secondary, and their offense outside of McCaffrey was just bleh. How do you feel about the Vikings now for this next stretch without Jefferson? Because they, honestly, they are they auditioning got, hard for him to come back. They are. I mean, they got through the, the 49ers. We thought they were going to get smoked. The difference between winning that game and losing that game is enormous because now oh, yeah. their season looks wide open. They could go 5-1 and one over <clears> their next stretch. If they play like they did on on Monday, I mean, this is a team that you get Jefferson back and you're primed to go on a run. I mean, they're they're have they won they won two in a row? Did they, have, they didn't win the third game, right? They beat the, I think it's three because they beat the are Panthers. They, are they on a three? The and Bears. Out? Yeah, yeah, they're they're on a three and zero, so I think they're three and three. So you right? potentially can three get Justin Jefferson back in. Well, let me look at that. Is it two weeks you can get him back? He comes. He's eligible to come off the yes. IR. They said he might was miss six, which would make yes. sense because after that six week they have a bye. Yep. So they keep him out six weeks, which would put you at week eleven potentially for him to come back. But long story short is if if this keeps up, he, I mean he's going to come back sooner rather than later. I would think. Yeah, it's it was really cool to see. I. I did not think they were going to win. I I was like you. I thought they were going to get smacked. We were talking about this a few weeks ago. Like, there's a realistic chance after this four game IR that they either lose all four of them. They go one in three. They're two and zero oh through it so far. Yeah, doing really really well. Let's see here. Alvin Kamara had himself another billion catches. He's not been amazing, real life, but the volume is just unrealistic right now. It's this absurd. isn't normal. I think he had 12 catches for 90 yards. You don't even need the rushing production. And honestly, he's not giving you much anyway. <laughs> it's all the receiving. And but Derek Carr ca- can't throw it. He's still carrying the ball like 15 times. So he's getting like 25, 30 touches a game. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. It's bonkers. He's giving you like 40, 50 yards rushing. Everything else is just a bonus. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs. I will allow you this moment because it might not happen again. It might not. So, but I'm in. happy. I finally got my redemption. I've <laughs> one of my buddies. Uh, you know, I've been. It's it's a competing dynasty team, but like I've lost Jefferson. I've lost Chubb. I paid a ton in the offseason to get Jameer Gibbs, and he hasn't really done it. He's like, "Are you gonna have to tra- trade Gibbs?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. Like, I need the production." I also paid way too much to get this guy. Like, I can't just take a huge loss on him. Yeah. Had to start him this week. It paid off. This is the kind of game that you want Jameer Gibbs in. When the Lions are leading, you want David Montgomery. But when they are getting blown out or it's going to be tight, like with the Ravens, this is Jameer Gibbs' game. He's going to get 10 targets in those games. They got dog walked. And it was great because Jameer Gibbs ended up with 10 targets. Um, he was efficient, scored a touchdown finally. It was just everything came together. 
Yeah, I I had kind of stopped watching the game and was paying attention to other stuff, and then like the little notification pops up, Jameer Gibbs, thirty yard rushing touchdown. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I get the all caps Gibbs text. Jameer Gibbs, <laughs> finally. I was like, you know, there you go, good one. You got you got yourself one. We I'm got proud there. for you. Uh, Tyree kills also on the list, but at this point, I mean, eleven for eighty eight. Yeah, we don't no, need to talk whatever. about Tyree kill. No, he's, he's on. Okay. He's on a Cooper Cup pace from 2021. He is. He. It's the same, which is honestly kind of wild. I hadn't really noticed that, but here we are. Yeah. Weenies. Ooh. We had a lot of weenies this week. We've got more than normal. A lot of studs on here. Probably more weenies than studs. There so are. So let's let's yes. kick it off. Jameer Gibbs was great. Jared Goff was not. Jared Nine points. Barf. Jared Barf. They only had, I don't know if they had a first down until like late the second quarter. That's awful. It was terrible. So, uh, Lions, y'all were kind of my darling this year. It's, you're fading on me a little bit. You didn't look good. That was a good team you played. You know what's going to happen? They've gotten our hopes up. You know, now we think they're a team that can compete and they're going to go make it to the divisional round to um, just to get smacked by somebody. Are they going to be this year's Minnesota Vikings? <laughs> the Vikings yeah, are probably. In the <laughs> what if the Vikings make the playoffs and just absolutely mollywop the Lions? It'd be poetic. It would just, the, the, I, I wouldn't know what to do. That would just be incredible. I would like to see it. Justin Jefferson has like 400 yards in that game. Oh. Just something absurd. Oh. Moving on, another quarterback. One of my absolute just darlings. He's right behind just Josh Allen. Up there with just my favorite players. Justin Herbert. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. What great. The Chiefs defense, I will admit, has been a little bit of a revelation this year. Their offense, while it's good, Mahomes is obviously Mahomes, Kelsey. They've kind of struggled to find rhythm with their receivers and their running game. But the defense has been incredible. I don't care. It's Justin Herbert. I expect I expect greatness. I will say this. The Chargers defense right now. Oh, it's awful. 25th in points uh points allowed. 31st out of 32 in yards allowed. Isn't Brandon Staley a defensive coach? Isn't that his thing? That is his thing. Don't they pay the most salary to defense of any team in the NFL? They do. And they have the second worst defense in the NFL. Their defense is horrible. How do you not fire Brandon Staley? How do you not? He is wasting Justin Herbert's career. Yes. Far so no question. For absolutely no reason at all, this afternoon, I went and looked at Phillip Rivers' career with the Chargers and Justin Herbert's career with the Chargers just to, I just wanted to see, like, you know, Phillip Rivers is a borderline Hall of Famer. I don't know if he'll get in or not. It's kind of like that Eli Manning thing where some people argue he should, some people argue he shouldn't. Doesn't matter. He had a really good career. 
63,000 passing yards for Phillip Rivers. I went and looked at just like his season average. His prime average was essentially something in the neighborhood of like 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, and like 12 to 15 picks. That was Justin Herbert's rookie year. His season average is like 4,900 yards, 30-something touchdowns, 12 picks. So he's better than Phillip Rivers. You're about to have the Chargers organization waste two Hall of Fame careers. They're not going to win a Super Bowl unless they get this thing figured out. Like, this is just bad. You you yeah. can't. You can't keep having this happen. You have you've a you've got to fire Brandon Staley like soon. Yesterday and B they have to get him some weapons. He he doesn't have anything. Quentin Johnston, I'm sorry, I wasn't in on him pre-draft. I I just don't think he's that guy. He must not be because if it's week seven and he hadn't done anything, it, uh, Mike Williams is done for the year. So like this is when you would think. Like, okay, if Johnson's going to do something, it's now, and he's still not producing. I wonder how much of it is he can't get on the field because Josh Palm was good, or because, like, I haven't really looked at his snap percentages and, like, route yards per route run and stuff. I know it's not great, so maybe that is moot and he just sucks anyway. But, like, I don't know, dude. I Devontae Adams had two years of awful before he was good, so maybe there's that career arc. It's Maybe. possible. I don't know. But, yeah, he, know. he doesn't look great, especially when Zay Flowers, who was drafted after him, and Jordan Addison, who were drafted after him. Can you imagine if they had taken awesome. one of those two guys? Oh, geez. Yeah, I mean. That's imagine. what they needed in the first place. You already had Quentin Johnston and Mike Williams. I get it. Mike Williams is out for the year. But you already had that. And yeah. Keenan Allen is, I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's a great route runner, great receiver overall. But you needed that speedy you know, separation, scat back kind of receiver. And they just they just don't have anybody outside of Allen who's really just can get open. Yeah. It's rough. Palmer has looked good. He had 130 against the Chiefs, but you know, the ceiling on him is limited. Yeah. I don't ex- don't expect that every week. Right. I digress. Justin Herbert, I need I need you to be better, man. I'm heavily invested in you. I need points consistently. 11 points isn't going to do it. Sam Howell, Yikes. Washington. I think the, the Cinderella story is about over with Sam Howell. It's, it's not looking good. He's been sacked, or no, he's on pace to be sacked 97 times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he won't make it through the season. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Not good for Howell, but like that's good to know. He's not, he's not going to make it through the season. Fire up Joe, Jacoby Brissett at some point yeah, this year. It's going to happen. And it's not because Hal's been bad. It's because he will have died. <laughs> and the the crowning jewel of the weekly weenies, I, I understand he got hurt. It's hard to put him on here. But Deshaun Watson lost me and many, many people fantasy matchups because he played two drives, went one for five with an interception, almost two, two interceptions. interceptions. Two interceptions! Two interceptions. <laughs> and you finish with negative 1.8 points. Yep. I can't live like this, Deshaun. You were on our list of guys to draft because you were going in the eighth round. We thought it was really good value. We thought we were going to turn the season around. 
I can't I can't do it anymore. It's I would love to hear your opinion. I don't know if Deshaun is droppable. I think we're getting close, but I think you can easily find a better option somewhere. That I think is true. I think you can start Desmond Ritter and feel more comfortable about your fantasy production, which is saying a lot. Because Ritter on the field has been awful, but at least for fantasy, he's been producing a little bit. Uh, yikes. Deshaun Watson. I don't know, dude. He's he's not going anywhere, so he, he's still going to be starting for them for the next, like, five years. But, but yeah, I, we'll I, see. I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad situation. All right, moving on to running backs. Josh Jacobs... 4.6 points. It's a bad offense. But I uh, I think he I think he did he drop a touchdown this week? He like he had one that I heard yeah. and could get his feet down or something. He's been a great receiver. Uh Josh just needs to catch the football, man. Let's make a diamond. Let's make a diamond. <laughs> make a diamond. That's all you need from the Ben Watts school of football. Let's make just a diamond. Make, just make a diamond. Austin oh, Eckler, 5.1 points. This is one you're happy. I'm happy to see it on the weenies. Nothing that I want the Austin Eckler owners to suffer. I have just suffered at the hands of Austin Eckler's before. This feels good. He had five points, and I wish he had less. <laughs> Josh Kelly is make this Josh better. Kelly is officially startable when Eckler is healthy. Honestly, he's flexible. Yeah. But if Eckler leaves, no. no, no get him out of the lineup. <laughs> no, if Josh no. Kelly's going to get a full workload, I don't want him. Yeah. Not the only all. thing that can make this better for you is if Taysom Hill was on the weenies. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. I should have put him on here. Just Raheem because. Mostert. I, I don't I don't want to happen to the, to the Dolphins offense, honestly. That was crazy. <laughs> I don't Tyreek know. Tyreek Hill got his. Everybody else sucked. Yeah. Pretty much. That's. Very succinct and to the point. That's exactly how it went down. Yeah. Uh, do I see it continuing? No. They're going to be no. fine. Uh, the crowning jewel of the running backs for the weekly weenies. It's a big one. Bijan Robinson with 0. 0.3 points. We had no idea that None. anything was wrong. It was not reported. We weren't told until halftime that he hadn't been feeling well. He had like 11 snaps, one carry. His only touch was on like the last drive, and he had like a three-yard run. Yeah. And that was it. I don't even know why he gave him the three-yard run. Like at that point, just leave him on the sideline. Arthur Smith should be fired. <laughs> he might be. if the I NFL, don't care the NFL, that we won the game. They're opening an investigation because they didn't report anything. And I get it. A lot of people are frustrated about like the whole betting being in football thing, but like it is what it is. Vegas runs this thing. You you have to just at least report if your players aren't gonna play. Yeah, that that was the thing. He knew about this coming into the game. They knew yes. the morning of at least. But there was no, you know, questionable illness, nothing. He was just active but they had zero plans of playing him 
That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. The league actually probably will find the Falcons. They most likely will. It's probably going to be a slap on the wrist, but still, it's going to be something. Yeah, that better not happen again, Arthur. I saw, and and it made me so mad that he had the audacity to defend it. Arthur He's Smith. like, well, we got it. He, we, he was in the game. He just wasn't feeling the best. He's like, we, we used him in the two-minute drill. Oh, my God. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's you stand there and defend it. We used him in a two-minute drill because you gave him one carry for three yards, and then you took him out. And you have the audacity to defend yourself saying, no, we used him in a key situation. That's what he said. That we used him in the two-minute drill. The first carry of the two-minute drill, a three-yard run, then you take him out. I, I don't hate Arthur Smith. <laughs> a personal vendetta. Him. What would happen if you saw him in a dark alley right now? What would happen? It depends. He is bigger than me. <laughs> Do I have any sort of weaponry or, or reinforcements? You've just got the old fists. No reinforcements. It's just fisticuffs with Arthur Smith in a back alley. I don't know. It depends. It depends how mad I am at the time. I could do a little could, bit of damage. Could your righteous rage get it done it could, for you? If you're, I'm just picturing. I'm picturing Kyle Pitts crying behind him, and I'm just ah, just Hulk <laughs> mode, and just. Mm. Oh, I saw a, I, a video. Uh, one of my that. buddies sent me. Um, that it was a video of like Arthur Smith going time out, time out, time out, time out, and the caption was when Arthur Smith realizes one of his high first round draft picks is going to touch the ball. <laughs> no, we're not going to use him. We're going to uh, get the ball to Mac Collins, okay? <laughs> I love so much how passionate you are about this because I'm removed. I have no Kyle Pitts, no Drake London, no Bijan. I don't experience any of this on a personal level. And it's on top of all of that, you're a Falcons fan. So yeah. on Sundays, you're like, I want to win, but I don't want to win like this. Yeah, I, I don't want to win. We need a coach and we need a quarterback, and we're not going to get either. No, no. Your worst nightmare has come true already. Y'all are yeah. too good to get a We good are going to have the 16th pick in the draft. We're going to keep Arthur Smith because he got us to this place. <sighs> You're probably going to draft another tight end. <laughs> we go out there. <laughs> we trade up to get Brock Bowers. <laughs> Y'all would do something like that. I would that. kill myself. <laughs> oh, jeez. All, right, All right, more weenies. On. Uh, another ex-Falcon, Calvin Ridley, still on the list. Yippee! We used to say we were as productive as Calvin Ridley as your fantasy teams. We weren't quite, but not far off. <laughs> Calvin <laughs> Ridley gave point. you five yards this week. I could get five yards. <laughs> you throw me, you throw me the ball a few times. If the, if the defender gives me enough space, I can catch one. Yeah, I'll catch one for five yeah. yards. All you got to do. Is just catch it and dive like a forward. Quick, a quick slant. Like, that's all I need. The defenders give me like a 10-yard yeah. cushion, quick slant, boom. Got it. Money in the bank. Keenan Allen. Uh, tied to Justin Herbert's poor production. I guess they probably keyed on him just yeah. because he's the only thing they got. I mean, you worried about Quentin Johnston? I'm not. 
They said, uh, Josh Palmer can have 130 yards. We don't care. And sure enough, they scored 17 points, and Josh Palmer had 133 yards. Yep. It's terrible. Uh, Devonta Smith. Hmm. It is, 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 is A.J. Brown season. There's no more. The start To start the season, it was, you know, there was going to be weeks. And we, we all knew A.J. Brown was better. Like, I didn't question that. Nobody questioned that. But we thought, you know, Smith... There's going to be weeks where Smith dominates and A.J. Brown is kind of in the background, and then obviously A.J. Brown will dominate. It's, it's just A.J. Brown, like, for the past three, four weeks. Yeah. Nobody else is, I mean, duh, you know, uh, Dallas Goddard's had a couple good games here lately, which kind of happy to see that, but it is, it's A.J. Brown and nobody else right now. Yeah, he's getting 30% of the targets and 100 yards every single week. And poor Devonta Smith is suffering. I am sorry. <laughs> I feel bad for him, but, you know. He's winning games. I don't feel that bad for him. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Cooper Cup. This is not a name you expect to see on this list, but this here is, he is. This is his lowest point output in three years. He didn't get hurt mid-game. Cooper Cup just had a bad game. I cannot and say. And Puka had a great game. Puka was incredible. I cannot tell you. The last time Cooper Cup just had a bad game. I cannot remember one. I'm shocked. Yeah, it was weird. Because I, I bought Cup into is... the Cooper Cup experience. Experienced it last past couple weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I won in the league where I've got him. And I was feeling good. And I won by, like, 20 points. But like coming out of that, like, I, I was expecting to be up just a ridiculous amount of points after Cooper Cup plays. And I wasn't. Yeah, you just expect, even on the bad weeks, he still gives you like 13, 14, you know? I mean, he's just never bad, ever. Yeah. So this, this is weird. I do not expect it to continue, but I, yeah, Cooper no, Cup, this is your fine. first warning. You're on the weekly weenies. Uh, finishing out quick, Amari Cooper, 3.2 points. Uh, no to Sean PJ Watson, P.J. Walker. Walker. Yeah, I, they still dropped 40 points. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> whatever. Amari Cooper, I'm sorry. Marquise Brown, I'm done with the Josh Dobbs experience. I don't know about you. I'm over it. I'm ready for Kyler to come back. Yep. It was fun while it lasted, but it's over. Agreed. Kyler, any day, any time. Please. You got it. Please. We are waiting. And lastly, you knew he was going to be on here. It's Kyle Pitts. He had a big catch to end the game. I was, I was, I was very happy he did. for him. He also had that one catch that was on a slant, yeah, he, and he, the, the, he reached way behind him and caught it. Yeah, Arthur Smith saw that and said, let's not get this guy the ball again. He was like, he is, Ooh, he's Johnny too good. Smith. He is too good. We can't use him. Giving him the ball, the defenses, they would expect that. They would see it coming. You can't do it. You got to sneak up on him. God. All right, <laughs> I, I shouldn't talk about... Arthur Smith anymore before somebody sends this to the police and I get charged. It's bad for your health. Yeah. All right. Let's do a few trades here. I figured we would just do a handful. Um, <clears throat> we dropped a poll on Instagram. Uh, let's see here. I'm just going to cherry pick one. Uh, a lot of these are redraft trades. So yeah, Most of these are redraft. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Somebody said that they got ETN and Olave for Kyron Williams and Brandon Ayuk. 
Oh my gosh. Well That's done, a great sir. Haul. Great well haul. Well done. <clears throat> I will say, I mean, Kyron and Ayuk, that's not bad. Like, Kyron, when he's played, obviously he's been a top five running back. And Ayuk has been really good. He's he's the number one receiver for the 49ers. So, but yeah, ETN is, he's been incredible. And uh, Olave, we like him a lot. So, I would prefer the ETN Olave side, personally. Yeah, ETN, he's a top three running back. In fantasy right now for me, I don't, I don't know where you are, but yeah, he's he's third for me right now. Yeah, I would have I would have CMC obviously. Oh my gosh, who do I put ahead of him? Is he two? He's two. He might be two. He's two. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, <laughs> I was like, Eckler, would I have well, him? No, no, no. Bijan? No, no. I think I would rather have Brees. I don't know. I, I would rather <laughs> so I would rather go ETN than Brees, but like Brees might be three. That's crazy. Yeah, running back is just like a a wasteland right now. All right, let's go a different one. Gave Gibbs or gave Gabe Davis for Jameer Gibbs two weeks ago in redraft. I I would have oh done that two word. weeks ago, even when Gibbs was sucking. Yeah. Like, Gabe Davis, he will give you some big weeks, but then he will do like he did this past week and have one catch. That's ex- I mean, the Gabe Davis experience is completely wrapped up in the past four weeks where he scored a touchdown, I think it was three weeks in a row, and then this past weekend he had one catch and w- just didn't get off the bus. Yeah, they're, they're, I have Gabe Davis on, like, you know, just a couple, like, random teams. One of my main leads, like, I'm, I'm never going to start him, ever. <laughs> That's wild. If if there's a world where I have to start Gabe Davis, I'm tearing the team down. Like, here's a dynasty trade. Somebody went and acquired Stephon Diggs for Jaden Reed and the 2024 and 2025 first, which he says are hopefully the 11th and 12, or 11 slash 12 picks. So two late firsts and Jaden Reed for Stephon Diggs. I'd do that. If you're contending, I'd do it. Yeah. It's harder to project That's... the 2025 first. Just it is two years out. A lot can happen. I mean, I've seen teams that I projected to be some of the worst in the league that are top three right now in in league. So I'm like, it right. is tough to do that. But you can project this year's at least. And look, if I'm trying to win a championship, I'll pay a late first and – screw it what if that first is the 105 next year like if you win a championship with Stefan Diggs it's worth it that's that is really at the end of the day I think I see a lot of teams that aren't willing to get after it to win a championship and I know that there's a balance you want to play where you don't want to mortgage your entire future for one championship I get that you still want to have a window open for a couple years after that but at the same time you're not playing to be good in three years. You're playing to win the championship this year. So, I, I would be the kind of guy that's just like, you know what? We're going all in. We're getting after it. We're trying to get the championship this year. And then you just keep doing that year over year, and you find that you end up winning a whole lot more than you think you would. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's another redraft one. 
Chris Olave and Zay Flowers for Amon Ra in redraft. Chris Olave and Zay Flowers for Amon Ra. That was close. That's one I would do. You would trade Chris Olave and Zay Flowers? Yeah. For yeah, sure. I think I would too. It is closer. Um because Zay Flowers has been much better than at least I thought he would be. And yep. you know we love Olave, but I I do think at least right now, Amon Ra's in a tier above Alave, at least for redraft. So, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. <clears throat> and two, with redraft, I have started looking at redraft more like what is the value of a roster spot? And by that, I mean I want to go get more studs. So doing two-for-one trades for me in redraft is green flags everywhere. Like, that's great. I want to do two-for-ones. Uh, because, you know, if you only got five players on your bench... Depth is kind of a figment of your imagination. Like, depth doesn't really exist. Everybody's going to have weeks when they get killed by the bye week monster. So on the weeks that you have your team, a.k.a. the playoffs, have the better team. Yeah. So I'm in on that. I like that one. Chase for Henry. No. Not oh. in redraft, not in dynasty. No. No, 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 That's no. no. <laughs> That's Jamar Chase every which way you slice it. Yeah. If, if it's it, plus 2.5 PPR for running backs, it's Jamar yeah, Chase. Jamar Chase. Like, <laughs> yeah. In a Chase, standard Chase, league, and Chase. it is closer. It's still Chase. It's still Chase, though. <laughs> Jamar Chase is, is, in fact, that guy. He is. Um we have one that is giving up Brees Hall and Josh Downs, and they're getting Bijan and Garrett Wilson in redraft. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I would do that, though. I, I think, think, think Bijan and Brees is close in my mind, but Garrett Wilson is, is in a different league than Josh Downs. I agree. Even I with prefer, Zach Wilson, he's better. I'd prefer Brees Hall over Bijan right now, but I agree that there's a conversation there. But yeah, Garrett I, like Wilson I, is, I said, I, I agree with you, I think, but it's close. Yeah, it's close. I don't think it's a huge difference. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why the 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 get with the Wilson downs gap is so much different, though. That's that's a pretty decent gap for me. Yeah, downs has been good though. I will say that, but yeah, he had a big been, gap. I'll, I'll give you that. He has been good. All right, let's find another good one. How about George Pickens and uh, Jaleel McLaughlin for Terry McLaurin and Tajay Spears? Uh, that one's that one's tough. It's very lateral. Yeah, that doesn't feel like you're not moving big pieces here. It's essentially Gibbs or essentially um, McLaurin for Pickens. And the other, I mean, I mean the they're, McLaughlin both, they're both Spears, backup running backs. Yeah. I think with Spears, he has a much better chance to take over the starting job, or at least the primary fantasy running back job in that backfield. I think Derrick Henry could get traded at the deadline. That'd be, that would be crazy. They so, are selling the rebuild, obviously, with their with the Kevin Byard trade. So, Yeah. If that were the case, I would much prefer Spears to McLaughlin because Spears has been really, really good on limited work. Pickens and McLaurin is 
whichever one you want. I don't. I won't fault anybody. I might go McLaurin, especially in more of a PPR league, because just because he does get more sure. targets. But Pickens, yeah. Pickens has a higher ceiling right now. Yeah. Let's do a couple more. I'm trying to find a good one. Oh, here we go. Uh, traded Calvin Ridley and Jameer Gibbs received Cooper Cup. Wow. I would, take Cup. I would, I would, that's redraft, right? I would take Cup. Yeah, redraft. Yes. Cooper Cup. It is. Sure. I think there's a, there's a conversation to be had in Dynasty for that one. I, I mean, obviously, I'd still view Gibbs as, for Dynasty purposes, probably top five, maybe more for contending teams rather, for rebuilding teams rather than contending teams. But if you are trying to win a championship, Cooper Cup's going to get you there way more likely than Ridley and Gibbs will. Yes. Yeah, I don't know that Ridley might be a pumpkin. I mean, he he's just not been good. Not been good at all. We've seen the ceiling, yeah. but it's it's just not happening week in and week out. That offense just isn't clicking right now. It's not. Gave uh, Laporta, Ramondre, and Olave for Jamar Chase, Hunter Henry, and Alexander Madison. Chase. Laporta, Ramondre, and Olave for Chase, Hunter Henry, and Madison. Chase. For <clears throat> yeah, me. that's Jamar Chase. Yeah, and I and I love I love Laporta. Yeah, and I like Olave. And honestly, Ramondre's not awful. He hadn't been what we thought he would be, but he's not awful. Hunter Henry the best is, player in the deal. Yeah. I tend to just really like getting the best player in the deal. As long as it's not a stupid overpay, kind of just like getting the best player. Go go get the guy. Let's do one more. Um, a good one. I'm going to see if I can find a good one here. <clears throat> They said that they traded McCole Hardman for Goddard and then traded Ramondre Stevenson for Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Turned McCole Hardman and Ramondre into Dallas Goddard and Justin Jefferson. You got him. I love that. I love a good fleece. Oh man! Any you other any of these other few. ones? I have pulled uh, off a few. A I good saw I saw one that I really liked. Um, Bijan and Diggs for Eckler and Evans and redraft definitely give me Bijan and Diggs. That's that's not close. Uh, there was one I saw. You guys did great, by the way, sending all these in. Thanks, thanks for the help. You may. <laughs> You gave us a lot to talk about here. Yeah, these were great. Um, where is it? 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 Eckler and Pollard for Kenneth Walker, DeAndre Swift, Waddle, and Amari Cooper in Downs redraft. Whoa. Okay, say that one again. So Eckler and Pollard. Austin Eckler and Tony Pollard for Kenneth Walker, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Waddle, Amari Cooper, and Josh Downs. Shoosh. You're giving up, in at least in redraft, you're giving up the two best players. But, yeah, but you've I got a lineup of startable guys for it. Yeah, and Kenneth Walker has been very good. 
probably, I mean, Kenneth Walker and Pollard have been about the same thing. I would prefer Pollard, generally speaking, and Pollard has been in some weird games where, like, the game script just goes off the rails. And there's just not a whole lot for fantasy that's going to be happening in that game. It's happened a couple times. But, like, the difference between Eckler and Pollard and Walker and Swift right now is not enormous, I don't think, at least for a redraft. Swift is and then you been just a revelation get, in, in that Eagles offense. Yeah, and you just get to add in Waddle, Cooper, and Downs for free on top of it. I yeah, like Waddle, that. that's not a throw-in, guys. Like, that's a... That's a that's bona a good fide, like, high-end wide receiver, too. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper's not going to be great without Deshaun Watson playing. But He's Josh still, Downs has been really good, like too. Like, if you got to so, flex Amari Cooper, like, that's still fine, though. Like, That's okay. You're not in a horrible but, situation. I'm not sure that even if you took Cooper and Downs out, I wouldn't take Walker, Swift, and Waddle over Eckler and Pollard right now. Yeah, I think the dip in production at running back is negligible, and you get a very startable wide receiver too. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Made me think though. I like that. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Great way to end. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you later this week when we're doing our starts of the week, getting ready for week eight. We are almost halfway through the fantasy season. I don't like that. That is wild. We are too far in. We need to go back to the start. It's too much. (laughs) It's been so much fun. We'll see you later this week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.com.